0: minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling accounts continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement Due $35 per line connection charge apply ctmobile.com yeah. well red solo cup is kind of standard for a house party in certain quarters i think no kidding yeah and for a long time i've seen you in blue i've seen you in (laughs) yellow but only you red will do for this fellow there you go your tribute all right thank you gary 705 on this tuesday morning it is the sixth day of february 2024 sixth day of february uh former president ronald reagan's birthday and he passed away in 2004 um at the age of 93 and ever since then um well even before that i guess yeah, even before that, when I was at the TV station, I would hijack the morning news on Channel 8 with a Ronald Reagan cake, and um, it made them very angry. Some of the people were like, oh, God, why do you do this every year? And I was like, well, A, because I can, but also because it's important, and I'm bringing you a different audience, and I'm, I think that it's worth remembering this guy. I think this guy, this, this man achieved some great things for all of us, and in a very difficult time when the world was about to blow up, um, sound familiar? <laughs> the world was about to blow up, if you remember the standoff with the Soviet Union, and he outwitted them, outsmarted them, and bankrupted them. And um, I, think, I think we should be studying this because other people may be trying to play the same game to harm us. And um, th- there's a lot that happened during the eight years that President Reagan was in office, that I think is pretty important for us to um, to acknowledge and to study and to be thankful that he was our leader at that period of time. I mean, imagine another pathetic, weak, pacifist leader who kind of thought the West was the problem, being the president in the 80s. Uh, I'm, it sounds flippant for me to say we might be speaking a different language, or we might have lost some major American cities in a huge war, but... The, the whole mantra of peace through strength, being strong enough and tough enough where the people who mean to do you harm, the bad guys in the world, don't want to take you on. It's just no denying that that is an effective way to lead on the international scene. And you still have. This is one of the problems I got with Joe Biden is all of the kind of. Mm, I don't mean to be rude, but just kind of weak, pacifist people who he has surrounded himself with, who think that we're going to make Iran like us by giving them money. We can be friends with these people. We just, we can just, no, you can't. No, you can't. They're Islamic fanatics and they want to you dead, and if they die in the process, that's fine with them. So Americans don't seem really capable of dealing with some of the challenges that are in front of us, and they're coming at all of these challenges from a place of weakness. And I think President Reagan and what he had to deal with as president and, quite frankly, as governor of California, I mean, that guy was up in people's faces. Think about the the riots and the constant protests in the 60s and 70s in California and Ronald Reagan took it head on and dealt with it and was bold about it and you know was a likable guy people really enjoyed him and he had the Hollywood connection and everything but he wasn't scared to be blunt and take on difficult problems in a in a very pointed way and I think maybe a lot of us in the Richmond area could learn from that. Anyway, 7.09 on this Tuesday morning. I want to welcome our next guest, uh, Senator Ryan McDougal, who is the minority leader in the state Senate. And, uh, Senator, I appreciate you coming on. How how are things going? We're not right at the, the flip point, the midpoint, where all the bills go to the other house. But, man, the list of things that the Democrats have proposed is really concerning to me.
1: Well, we're pretty close to being there, John. So yeah. next Tuesday, all bills have to have finished their process through the Senate and the House and cross over to the other body. And we have a lot of bills to still sort of look at. And some of them that we're in debating right now are I think are pretty bad for the Commonwealth and really show a difference in ideological views between where Republicans are of making sure that if people commit violent crimes and are criminals, then then there are not only penalties, but the community is protected mm-hmm. because they go to prison versus our Democrat friends who believe the way to solve things is just remove everybody's access to a firearm. Right. If you don't have access to it, then they believe that makes the community safer. It is a diametric view. But if you've committed a violent crime or used a weapon in multiple crimes, then Punishment is not the way. It's yeah. just a very different view of of what our policy should be and what makes us safer.
0: Well, the Democrats got their way when Ralph Northam was governor, the Democrat governor, and he signed a lot of really bad bills into law. And here we are, well, what three and a half years later in twenty twenty four, and in in Richmond, the murders are up. Uh, we're seeing a seventy four percent increase in murders and what was formerly very peaceful, great place to raise your family, in Henrico County in Central Virginia. I, I mean, is there any recognition at all or concern on the part of the Democrats that the policies they've already put in place are responsible for this uptick in violence?
1: John, I'd say no. And yesterday we had a bill in the Senate that said everybody who's incarcerated uh over a period of 15, 20, or 25 years Mm -hmm. gets a quote-unquote second look at their sentence. So these include 185 individuals convicted of capital murder, over 700 other individuals convicted of first-degree murder, over 750 people convicted of abduction, and over 700 people convicted of rape or sexual assault. And I had, after we came out of committee yesterday, somebody emailed me about an individual who's currently in this list, one of those individuals that was convicted for eight rapes and an attempted rape of a 10 year old girl, non burglaries, and a number of other items. He received a two life sentences plus 200 years. And each of those victims or those families, the eight victims of rape, the child who was attempted to be raped and their families would now have to go through a process where that person could ask the court saying, I don't want to serve my, I've been reformed. I'm better. I shouldn't serve my two life sentences or the 218 years I should be released. And they're going to have to go back through that trauma of those trials again at a time when maybe the judges not yet that's still on the bench or the prosecutors are not around or the investigators handling the case have retired. And we heard from victims, one lady who was abducted as a child and said, I'm going to have to go through that again. And mm-hmm. It's just, I think it's a, it's, it's not a view that I share. i said in committee yesterday, if of the list of individuals that we were given, that could get the second look five of them uh were their most serious charge was drug possession that is totally logical totally reasonable we should look at things like that if it's a non violent crime I, absolutely you should be looking at, at these situations but if it's a violent crime somebody with murder rape abduction and somebody sentenced yeah. the victims need to have that that security that that individual is not getting out on the street before their sentence is up. They need that comfort, and the community needs to be protected for, from somebody that convicted of a violent crime.
0: And I know you've been around for a while in the legislature, but you know there are a lot of new people down there who, quite frankly, um, you know, how do I say this without being insulting? Uh, they're not plugged in in. Life where I think they are the type of people who uh, have had the 50,000 foot view to understand that there are consequences to their actions at the legislature. Do they not remember what crime was like before George Allen came in and Republicans stopped mass parole in Virginia? I mean, that if you want to look at the reason that crime dropped dramatically in Virginia, it's because we stopped letting out the people who told us and indicated through their own actions, not me just talking about it, their own actions that they were going to kill people or they were going to attack people, they're going to rape people. We just said, enough, we're going to lock you up. You, you, you don't get a second chance to victimize more people. But now this new bunch at the Capitol, uh, I'm sorry, it seems like a collection of dunces who haven't done a lot in their life except get elected, don't have that kind of historical perspective and they're about to repeat a terrible error.
1: John, I think it's unfortunately just more of a different view about the world. Under the no parole system that uh, Governor Allen worked to put in place, Mm -hmm. we made the decision that if you commit a violent crime, you're a danger to our community. And part of that is going through rehabilitation and getting services while you're in prison. But a large part of that is not allowing you to be in a situation where you can harm the community again. That's why when we look at this, if it's nonviolent crimes, I think there can be pretty universal agreement, Republicans and Democrats. But when there are violent crimes, those individuals also need to be protected. The community needs to be protected from them. And so uh, we just have a different view. And again, our Democratic friends have said, Oh, the solution is to say, well, you can't purchase a firearm for five days so you can go through a cooling off period, but it's okay for you to have committed nine rapes, attempted to rape a child, and you get a second look at your sentence to get released. It's a different view of the world and one we're fighting against aggressively. Yeah, Um, real quick, because
0: I got to run, but the fentanyl uh, bill, is that, you know, criminalizing and punishing dealers who deal drugs that would then wind up killing people. And I'm not sure everybody's aware how often and frequent this is in the state of Virginia and across the United States. Is that totally dead in the legislature? or Is there a way that 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 will be revisited?
1: That that bill's dead for this session. Yeah. Wow. So, And the bill said, if you deal fentanyl, you sell it to somebody knowing that there's fentanyl in it and they die because of that fentanyl, then you can be charged for their murder. And uh, we heard statements like, well, they can already be charged for dealing drugs. We don't want to add extra penalties on. Again, it's a different view of the world. If you're harming people, killing them, it's, then you should not be in a position where you can continue to do that. That's part of the job of public safety. Yeah. And so we just we have a very different view of that and one that we're, we're fighting for. So we're not giving up. I've introduced it the last two years. We got to an 8-7 vote in committee, so lost by one. We'll be back next year.
0: Yeah, these elections, some bad consequences for Virginia going forward. Let's hope the governor can intervene and kill the bad, the bad bills, and then maybe Virginians will wake up the next election cycle. Senator Ryan McDougal from Hanover, I really appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Thanks, John.
0: All right, 718. Can you believe this? Can you believe this conversation in Virginia? Me- meanwhile, just pick up the paper and look at the shootings and-, and things that happened last night, dead people this morning. Nobody seems to care about that. Democrats don't care about that. You got to make them care. 718. We're back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA.